This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This is the Court Today replay on C103. Our monthly chat with the Citizens Information uh, Centre. Today I'm joined by Anne O'Donovan, Development Manager with South Munster Citizens Information Centre, which covers West Cork and is based in Bantry. Good afternoon to you, Anne. Hi, Patricia. And How are you doing? I, I'm very well, thank you. And you're welcome to the programme. Now, today's uh, topic is supports for people who are unable to work either due to illness or to uh, disability. But firstly, start with how are things operating at Citizen Information at present? Have you got wa- walk-ins underway or what's happening? Uh, no, we're still providing our service mainly by phone, Patricia, but also see people by appointment in circumstances where it's not possible to deal with the issue over the phone. So, like, I suppose because, and particularly with the way the numbers are going and everything, we're trying to keep people as safe as possible. So if we can deal with something over the phone, we will do that. But um, but but obviously there are times where we need to see somebody. So what we generally ask people, contact us first by phone and uh, because you can't, our walk-in isn't still open. So we will have a chat with you over the phone and if you need an appointment, we will certainly facilitate it Great. if possible. So um, um, our offices in Bantry and for my Mallow and Yall, they're all set up to meet people by appointment uh, because they have got the necessary PPE in place and everything. But, but in, in the majority of cases, Anne, it can be dealt with over the phone, can't it, if it's just particular information somebody's looking for? It is, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you know, I suppose over over the past year, we've become quite creative in how we're, <laughs> we're responding, you know, so things that we would certainly always have seen people face-to-face before, we're now do, doing over the phone, like filling forms and different things. Now, obviously, it, it's not quite the same. You know, obviously, we still want to get back to being able to see people face-to-face. But look, at the moment, we're doing our, you know, we're, we'll do what we can to, as I said, to, to be able to meet people's needs, but at the same time, keep, keep people safe, you yeah. know. 
And I will stress, if someone needs to be seen face to face, we will certainly well do done. what we can to facilitate. Well done. OK, today we're looking at somebody unable to work due to illness or disability. And obviously, when someone gets diagnosed uh, and is sick and not able to attend work, it can be very, very uh, s- uh, stressful. And for some people, that illness and that diagnosis may mean that they need to give up work. So talk us through what social welfare supports are there at the moment for people. Yeah, well, look, I suppose you're correct, Patricia, in saying that it can be very stressful and uh, and confusing, I suppose, because for a lot of times when someone's in that situation, like they're maybe at some kind of crossroads and they didn't expect to be in, and they, they've they never contacted the social welfare system before, and they mightn't even be sure of the, pay, the names of the payments. And that's something, when someone contacts, we may spend a little bit of time, first of all, making sure that someone's talking about the right payment. Um, there are a number of, of illness-related payments, so it depends. So, I mean, there is a, um, there are some benefits for called the occupational injuries benefits, say if somebody has an accident at work or an accident while travelling directly to or from work. Um, and that in that kind of situation, there's payments like the injury benefit, um, which, and, and again, I'd stress, is this where someone has an injury um, at work or on, on an unbroken journey to and from work, you know, so they've left the office or they've left their workplace and they've gone straight home and they have an, an injury. So there is injury benefit there. Um, now, for a lot of people, obviously, it, it, they, 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 they're interested in the social welfare system where maybe they're off sick for work. So if you're working as an employee and you have enough PRSI paid, you will generally go on to illness benefit first. Um, now, I suppose, again, what I'd want to stress about that in illness benefit is available to people who are employees. It's not available to somebody who's self-employed. Um, it's paid for a maximum of two years, again, depending on what how much PRSI somebody has. And the important thing about illness benefit, it's not linked to your employer's policy on pay for sick leave. So um, whether your employer pays you or not while you're out sick from work, you should claim illness benefit from the first day of your illness. Okay, now when you mention the employer paying somebody, does an employer have to pay sick pay if an employee is out sick? In general, no, you have no legal right to be paid while you're on sick leave from work um, because it's not covered by any of the employment legislation. Now, an interesting thing is that this is due to change from 2022. So, now as I said, currently, it's at the discretion of the employer whether or not sick pay is paid. But we would advise because we'd often get questions around this so we, the first thing we would always say to employees check what it says in their contract of employment does does their contract of employment say they're going to be paid whether they're out sick leave or not now um, and I suppose so some employers do pay sick leave but a lot don't you know and but as mentioned earlier there it, this is due to change in 2022 and now legislation will have to be enacted to bring it in to to make it a legal entitlement to, to have, and but it will be a, a positive development when it comes in for employees. Okay, talk us through those changes that at the moment are proposed for next year. Now, I suppose the first thing I do need to stress is it, that this is a draft scheme. So, you know, changes may take place before it's enacted. But what is planned? Okay, and so the first thing is planned so that there will be some paid sick leave introduced in 2022 so it's kind of on a sliding scale so what they're hoping is that somebody that they will introduce up to three sick um, paid sick days in 2022 and then it's planned to increase it to five days in 2023 seven days in 2024 and 10 days in 2025 so that obviously will be a very positive development now uh, the, the thing about it, the rate of pay will be uh, what they're proposing anyway is that somebody will be paid up to 70 percent of their normal wages uh, each for those days up to no, but there is a cap up to a maximum of 110 per day, 
And the other important thing, I suppose, about that scheme is that to be to, to avail of it, the person must be working for the employer for at least six months and they will also need to be certified by GP as unfit to work. So okay. somebody yes. has to have a message. You can't just ring in and yeah, say... I can't I'm ring in on a Monday yeah. to say I'm, yeah, I'm feeling so. unwell. Now, can yeah. you get illness benefit and sick pay at the same time? Yeah, you know, you can apply for in this benefit, yeah, while you're getting, while you're also getting sick pay. But I suppose the the normal procedure would be, so if your employer is paying you, you would apply for the illness benefit, but you'd have the illness benefit paid to the employer. So they're getting that much back. So they're paying you as normal. You claim the illness benefit, but the illness benefit is paid to your employer. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense. Now, you yeah, mentioned yeah. that somebody could say an illness benefit uh, for, t- for two years. What happens at the end of the two years if you're still unwell and not able to go back to work? Yeah, unfortunately, that does happen for somebody. So for some people, so if somebody um, has at least five years of PRSI paid, um, they would uh, and they they would be eligible to apply for invalidity pension. Now that's a weekly payment to people who cannot work uh, because they have a long term illness or disability. And generally, what will happen then? So if somebody has that long term condition. Um, they can stay on the invalidity pension as long as they meet the, the, the medical criteria up until they're 66. And then at 66, they transfer automatically to their to the state pension contributory at the full rate. Now, the important thing as well about invalidity pension is it's available to the self-employed, you know, who, who meet the PRSI requirements. Now, this is a very positive development because this came in in 2017 and up until then, self-employed people had no entitlement anything, to any, yeah, any yeah. of the kind of insurance-based um, yeah. payments. So whereas they can't avail of the illness benefit, the short-term payment, self-employed people can apply for the invalidity pension as well. So, so that's just uh, important that people are aware of that. And there's a free there's free travel pass with it and extra social welfare benefits. That's right, because invalidity pension is seen as a long term uh, payment. There are secondary benefits, so yes, so you're right. The free travel is there, and they may also, in certain circumstances, um, be eligible for the household benefits package. You know, that's where the free television license yeah. and electricity allowance as well. Yeah. But yeah. that's means tested, isn't it? Well, it, it's. It depends on your circumstances. It, it depends who else is living with you. Yeah. So, like, if you were on invalidity pension and you were living with your spouse or partner who is dependent on you, you would um, qualify then. You'd qualify for okay. it. Yeah. So, right. so it's, yeah. So, it, it depends really who else is with you. Okay. Now, you mentioned that the illness benefit and the invalidity pension are very much dependent on PRSI contributions. What happens if the person who becomes unwell doesn't have enough PRSI contributions? Yeah, now in this situation, so again, where somebody has a long-term uh, illness or disability, and I suppose this is where the language becomes very important, it, though they have a, condi- a condition that is continued for at least a year or is expected to continue for at least another year. And I suppose as a result, someone is only is substantially restricted from taking up work. So they kind of have to meet all those kind of conditions. In that situation, they could apply for disability allowance. Now, disability allowance is a means-tested payment, but it, again, for anybody who has a long-term condition and doesn't meet the PRSI, that's the one we would be saying, yeah, that's the one somebody should look at. Now, if it's a short-term condition, so let's say, for argument, someone, they were out playing football and broke their leg or something like that, and they don't qualify for illness benefit, and obviously because it didn't happen when they were at at work, they don't qualify for injury benefit. In a situation like that, their only option would be to apply 
for supplementary welfare allowance which is is that short-term emergency payment that's there for people. Yeah, it's but again, not, it's means-tested. Yeah, it's, like sa- so, it's like the safety net that catches people yeah, if they fall between all, all of the other stools. Yeah, that, that's a good description of it, absolutely. So, so yeah, but that's only... And now, obviously, obviously the means-test for that is quite tight. So, okay. But that's your only option if it's short-term. But if, it's a long, if you're a long-term uh, condition absolute disability allowance is the one to be looking at. Okay, what about people who had to take time off work because of COVID-19? Well, that that is different. It is different there. So if a worker is told to uh, either self-isolate, restrict their movements, or they are actually diagnosed with COVID-19, they can apply for the COVID-19 enhanced illness benefit payment. Now, that is €350 Euros per week. So the normal illness benefit is 203 So, but the enhanced one is 350 in relation to COVID. Now, again, both in p- people who are employees and people who are self-employed can qualify for that payment. And that will remain in place until the 8th of February 2022 so it's still there so that's for anybody so it is different with COVID and and unfortunately people are still getting diagnosed with with COVID what happens to somebody's annual leave when they're out sick you know, that's a question you know, we'd often get. So if if someone's unfortunate enough to be taking holidays and they get, let's say get sick the first day and um, in that scenario if they have medical certs for the days they're sick they can they can those sick days are not counted as annual leave days so instead then they can use the same number of days as annual leave at a later date so let's say they book five days off they end up being sick for the five days they have medical cert to prove that well then they can carry have their five days annual leave take them at a later stage when they're back and I suppose an important thing really is that the employer can't insist that you take your annual leave days on days you're off sick so if you have medical certs for those days, you know, so that that's kind of important to thing to, to remember. And another thing really is that you can build up your annual leave entitlement while you're off sick as long as you have a medical certificate. So if someone's out on long term sick and they can't take their annual leave due to illness, they can carry it over for up to 15 months after the end of the year it was earned. So, you know, again, they don't lose it. But they have up to fifteen months to take it. Yeah, when they co- when they come back, and nobody wants yeah. wants to be out sick. I think the majority of people no. would like to be back in, oh, in work. So yeah. if if that happens, if somebody has been off work on an illness related social welfare payment, but feels they'd like to go back into work, but maybe would be unable to do you know a full thirty nine hour a week because of the health issue, have they any options? Yeah, they have they have some options, and it really depends on which social payment social welfare payment you're receiving. So. If you're getting illness benefit, which we, you know, is a short-term payment, so if you're getting that for a minimum of six months, or you ha- or you're on the the long, more long-term invalidity pension, both of those are the insurance-based payments, and somebody wants to go back to work, they will. What they would do is they would apply for partial capacity benefit. So that's where you're there. Someone wants to go back, but they feel their capacity for work is reduced because of of their medical condition. So what, what happens in that situation? Then you you apply to the department for a partial capacity benefit. So, and that's one of the ones now you have to contact the department directly to get the form because you can't get it online or we don't, you know, we'd have forms, but we don't have that one. You have to contact the department directly. And then you're, so you're applying for a partial capacity benefit. And then they assess, they, they, a medical assessor from the department will assess how restricted you are. So they will see, are you 
there's there's kind of different rates whether you keep 50% of your payment you're on or 75% or 10 or 100% you know so uh, so you keep a percentage of your illness benefit or uh, you know the, uh, the amount you're getting in your illness benefit or you're on your invalidity pension and you're allowed to work so and then if you qualify for the partial capacity benefit you don't have to send in any medical certs but the most important thing, I suppose, I would state about partial capacity benefit um, is that you do you apply for it before you start work. Okay, okay? that's really really important because sometimes people have started work and they come to us about it, and then then you run into difficulties. So, so do the it most before. Thing, uh, do it before. So you can. So if you're thinking of, say, you've been off sick, but you really want to get back in and you want to put your toe back in the water, what we really say is apply for the partial capacity benefit. And you don't even have to have a job lined up. You you know they and they'll assess you. So uh, and then nothing will happen. You you continue on your payment until you actually start the work. Okay, and the listener says hi. Could you ask your expert from the Citizens Information that's Anne O'Donovan uh, about my twenty-year-old son who's on disability benefit? Can you work so many hours a week without it affecting the benefit? So for disability allowance. It's disability allowance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So if you're receiving the, if the means-tested disability allowance and you start work, basically what happens is you need to just notify the Department of Social Protection and provide proof of your earnings. So that could be a wage slip or your contract of employment or a letter from your employer can be used to prove your earnings. So with disability allowance, you can work at, and earn up to 140 euros a week. That's after PRSI pension contributions, or if there's any union dues, without the DA being without the disability allowance being affected. So, um, so let's so the first 140. So if somebody was only working a few hours and getting 140 euros a week um, after paying PRSI pension, etc they would still keep their maximum disability allowance with it. Then after that, it's on a sliding scale, you know, between 140 up to a certain amount you keep, you know, a percentage. But that's the kind of thing, really, if somebody, so somebody wanted to talk to us, we'd go through the means test and explain it. But going back to your listener, absolutely, if your son can, if he's on DA and he's interested in looking at getting work, you can you can work. Yeah, and, and, and it's important amount, as yeah. well for somebody living with a disability like that to be able to get get out there and work. Yeah, absolutely. And so so that we would very much encourage people and we would deal a lot with that where people are looking at work and just seeing how the disability allowance, how their other benefits would be affected by them taking up work. And the other thing then is, um, and there are some changes to the means test for how much you can earn is being in our the different limits is coming in was announced in the budget there and that's going to come into effect from June of next year so you know so again come and talk to us Okay stay with the budget though were there other changes announced in the budget which will benefit people who are ill? Well, yes, I suppose the first, the, the, the maximum rate of all the weekly social welfare payments are going to increase by five euros with a proportional increase then for the qualified adults and people on reduced payments. And that those are all going to come into effect from January. So that will include the illness benefit, disability allowance and invalidity pension and any of the other payments there. Um, then if I suppose an important thing then because of the season we're approaching if you're receiving a long term payment which includes invalidity pension and disability allowance um, you'll receive the Christmas bonus and that's usually paid in early December and that's going to be 100% of your normal uh, weekly long term social welfare payment now unfortunately it doesn't apply to anybody on illness benefit as 
this is that our injury benefit as those are seen as being short term payments, but any of the long term payments it will apply. And um, oh, I suppose another one as well is you, your listeners might be would be aware of the drug payment scheme. Do you know that's where you pay um, a maximum amount of uh, currently it's one hundred and fourteen euros in a calendar month for any approved um, uh, prescribed drugs or medicines and certain appliances for use for, by yourself or your family. So. Um, so that you you'd pay up to 114 and it's capped at that, but that cap is which is a really positive thing from in, it was announced in the budget that the monthly threshold is going to come down from 114 to 100 euros per month. Now we don't have any date yet when that's going to come to, in, but probably next. I was, unfortunately, I yeah, was I going to ask you on that one, and, and yeah. uh, we've been trying to find out as well because yeah. so many listeners, uh, you would be surprised how many families are paying out that money every yeah. every month, and so many listeners were hoping that it was going to come in. It never comes in, certainly not the week that it's announced. It's usually well. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go facial set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. Into the new year. It is. And I, I, obviously, there, and there still isn't, because I know we were wondering as well if one would come in. Now, a date there is one for is, say, I, and, you know, there is a, a grant of 50%, that's up to a maximum of 500 euros, towards the cost of wigs or hair pieces or hair replacement systems, uh, you know, where people need those due to illness. So that's a new scheme which has been introduced as part of the treatment benefit scheme. And that's going to come into effect from June of next year. So that's, again, a positive yeah, I mean, I, for people affected by that. Would that be for cancer patients with treatment who may lose their hair? It could be for any yeah. of those. Oh, our be, alopecia yeah, is our, an obvious our alopecia one. Is a whole, yeah. yeah, various ones. Now, there were schemes before under the HSE that you could claim back that, but now it's, been, it's now covered under the treatment benefit scheme. 
effects from, and that's coming into effect from June. So, so maybe the changes to drug payments might come in from June too. I don't, but we don't have any date for that one. Okay, a listener says, uh, could you ask Anne, please? I'm currently on illness benefit. I was signed out from work. I'm due to start maternity benefit on the first of December. Do I just automatically go from illness benefit to maternity benefit? Do I just transit over? Do you know what I might do is I might come back to you on that one because I um just to. to to clarify that, I need to know. Just I have a few more questions. I need to okay. ask the person. So, so that's, could they that's, could they ring us and we yeah. go through that with them? I'll give you the number there. Yeah. Because I just need to clarify something. Just just because again, I suppose lots of times we're dealing with queries from we we need to ask someone a lot a few more questions to get to the more details. Perfect. Their Perfect. And so have pen and paper ready because we'll be giving the number out uh, at the end. And we really have gone through a lot of information. It was very uh, detailed uh, 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 today. So. The best way is for people, if they have a particular query that's relating to them, is to get on to the Citizen Information Centre. Yeah, I do, because I, I suppose, I, I know I've covered quite a lot of issue, or a range of issues today, and, and, and I suppose with any of those, there's a lot more bits and pieces, you know, so that we can tailor the information to someone's circumstances. So, and I suppose the other key thing, Patricia, just we have stressed, obviously we offer a confidential service, so that, you know, so we, so when we we're talking to somebody, we will maybe have to gather more information so we can give them as comprehensive an answer as possible. And can I just let you know as well, our telephone numbers are changing. Um, so um, your listeners maybe who are contacted, our number prefix has been the 0761 prefix. So our numbers now are changing. The, the, the West Cork number is um, 0818078390 and the Mallow number is 0818 Zero seven eight zero zero zero. So, zero eight one eight zero seven eight three nine zero for the West Cork and Mallow is zero eight one eight zero seven eight zero zero zero. Okay. So just to, that you list, and you can also go on our website. Um, I was just about. I, I was well, just yeah. about to say, which probably one of the most used websites in this yeah. building, and I can tell you that. Listen, your mind of information will speak again. Thanks for that, and thanks for Thank joining you. us. Good morning, thanks, to Patricia. You. Thank you. Uh, bye bye, Anna O'Donovan, Development Manager with Monster Citizen Information Service, covering West Cork and based in Bantry. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.